it is not easy coming up with stuff. Uh, sometimes, you, sometimes you spend a lot of time in prayer and, and reading, hoping some kind of message is going to come to you, and it, it just doesn't hit you. But then, in the most awkward of moments, it will hit. And that's how today's message come is uh this week um this is a long story so i hope y'all batten down the hatches for this one uh this week mom and dad had to take mamma and papa up uh to the funeral home and when they were on their way back they dropped mamma and papa off and they were coming down the road well the jail had weed eated our yard and it was awesome like i didn't have to do it right so they had weeded all these dishes and stuff, and I didn't have to do it. So I was going down there inspecting it to make sure they did a good job. So I was down there looking and seeing what all they did. And as I was doing it, Mom and Dad were coming down the road from dropping them off. They were like, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm just making sure they did a good job. And, and first, they, they tried to say that uh, they said, did you do this weed eating? And I was tempted to try to take credit for it because... <laughs> Because I didn't know the story behind the story. The story was when they left. No, well, when they left to go, I was working from home that day. And when they left to go to Louisville, the jail was across the street on Carter Circle Road, weed eating. And they went over there. Dad went over there and asked him to do it. Well, I did not know that part of the story. I just knew that they come down our road and was doing it. So I was very tempted to say, yeah, yeah, I did this. But joking, of course, right? So mom pulled up and, and dad, they were talking to me and I was telling them, they said, are you still good to, to speak on Sunday? And I said, I said, I've been praying. I said, I cannot get anything. I said, I've, 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 nothing has really hit me hard. And uh, they said, well, keep praying. It'll come to you. And, uh, and I told them, well, I got to go to Aiden's football practice. So y'all go on. I'll talk to y'all later. Well, dad starts taking off and our road is real narrow. He starts taking off, but he's going real slow. Next thing you know, I hear him yell out the window, hey, why don't you run or walk faster and keep up and you can still talk to us as we're driving down the road. And I thought, well, that's stupid. Well, I start kind of, you know, <laughs> keeping up with him. And uh, mom goes, there's your message. And I said, what? She said, keep up, run faster or keep up. And I thought, well, that's a stupid message. That don't make sense. And then I went on to football practice and come home and lo and behold, at about 1030, Thursday night or Wednesday night, whatever night it was, I was sitting there in, in bed and I was like, keep up, keep up. And then it went into God's timing. And uh, that's where I want to start today is in John chapter 11. It says, a man named Lazarus was sick. He lived in Bethany with his sisters, Mary and Martha. And this is the Mary who later poured the expensive perfume on the Lord's feet and wiped them with her hair. Her brother Lazarus was sick, so the two sisters sent a message to Jesus telling him, Lord, your dear friend is very sick. But when Jesus heard about it, he said, Lazarus' sickness will not end in death. No, it happened for the glory of God, so that the Son of God will receive glory for this. So although Jesus loved Martha, Mary, and Lazarus, he stayed where he was for the next two days. Finally, he said to his disciples, let's go back to Judea. But his disciples objected. Rabbi, they said, only a few days ago, the people in Judea were trying to stone you. Are, are you going there again? And Jesus replied, there are 12 hours of daylight every day. During the day, people can walk safely. They can see because they have light of this world. 
But at night there is danger of stumbling because they have no light. Then he said, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but now I will go and wake him up. The disciples said, Lord, if he is sleeping, he will soon get better. They thought Jesus meant that he was simply sleeping, but Jesus meant that he had died. So he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And for your sakes, I'm glad I wasn't there for now you will really believe. Come, let's go see him. So, like I said, this whole message was in my, my mind this entire time that, you know, we want things sometimes at our pace, right? We, we want things to happen when, when we want it to happen, not when God wants it to happen. So, you know, here Mary and Martha are, are asking for, for Jesus to come. You know, we want, we want it right now. Jesus, I want you to come. I want you to be in this service. I want you to be in my life. I want you to come. I want you to work. But, but we, don't, we don't want to wait for his timing. That's right. It says, uh, moving on here, it's, it says, for us, God is never early. He's never late. He's always on time. But we don't see that he's always on time. God's perfect timing does two things. It grows our faith as we are forced to wait and trust in God. And it makes certain that he and he alone gets the glory and praise for us pulling through. In Psalms 31 and 15, it says, My times are in your hands. Deliver me from my enemies for those who pursue me. And then going on in, in John chapter 11, it says, When Jesus arrived at Bethany, he was told that Lazarus had already been in the grave for four days. Bethany was only a few miles down the road from Jerusalem, and many of the people had come to console Mary, Martha and Mary in their loss. When Martha got word that Jesus was coming, she, she went to meet him, but Mary stayed in the house. And Martha said to Jesus, If you only had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. But even now I know God will give you whatever you ask. How often do we get mad at God when he, or not necessarily mad, but upset or irritated when God is not working on our time? Give a good example is, you know, we on on Wednesday night I I I made the praise about my my sister. Her and Mike are going to get baptized uh, next Sunday. You know, we we've been praying for Renee and and her husband for a long time to to come to the Lord. It's easy for me to get upset because God's not working in her life, but that's on God's time. That's not on my time. That's right. This whole time he's been working on her, bringing her back to where she needs to be. I don't need to be upset about that. And, and sometimes, you know, when I'm looking at this from the standpoint of, of being on time, it's not necessarily, sometimes we're upset that God's too slow. Well, well, I need a healing in my life. God's too slow for this healing. Or, Lord, I need a, a, a bump and pay at work. And, and I'm not getting this bump and pay. Well, Whatever that blessing is, there's a reason behind it. And the same thing goes for God being too fast. We get angry at God being too fast. We come into church on Sunday mornings and we're praying, Lord, I want you to bless this service. You know, let your spirit move, but don't move past 12 o'clock because I got to go to lunch or I've got lunch plans. Or Lord, I want revival to break out in this community. Let, let revival break out in this church. But don't do it the week of uh, the NFL playoffs because I've got to watch this 
So we get mad when he moves because we ask him to move or he does it too fast. We don't learn to, this is his time, not our time. He's going to move. We're praying for stuff. We've got to be, be ready for it, right? Amen. I'm an impulse guy. If I see something, if I don't buy it within the first couple of days, I'll probably move on. But most likely, I'm going to buy it. As y'all can tell with the many vehicles I've had over the course of the year. When I want something, I want it now. I don't have the ability to wait. That's right. And I've got to get, th get to the point where I can depend on God, know that he's going to answer my need, and, and wait it out. We don't allow things to settle or work naturally. We want to force it. Going on to chapter, uh, verse 24, he uh, said, Martha, he will rise when everyone else rises at the last day. Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. Everyone who lives in me believes in me and will never die. Do you believe this, Martha? Verse 27, she says, yes, Lord, she told him. I have even believed that you are the Messiah and the Son of God and he and one who has come into the world from God then she returned to Mary. She called Mary aside from the mourners and told them, Teacher is here and wants to see you. So Mary, Mary immediately went to him. If we believe, if we believe in, in God and we believe that he's going to work, why don't we allow him to work? Again, you know, we, we get frustrated at things. We don't let him to do it because we get mad it's not on our time, but we just continue to complain about it. We see prayers answered daily. Right, you know, I, I say daily. I, we see prayers answered all the time, but we don't acknowledge it. Uh, we know he's still working. We we complain that miracles aren't like they used to be. You know, I talked about this on Wednesday night. You know, the Holy Spirit moving. We we talked about people, you know, touching these furnaces and different things and seeing this as little kids. God's still doing this stuff now. We're just not acknowledging it and seeing it because we were wait, waiting for it to happen on our time, not His time. Jesus had stayed outside the village in verse 30 at the place where Martha met him. When the people were at his house consoling Mary, uh, Mary saw leave hastily and they assumed she was going to Lazarus' grave to weep. So they followed her there. And when Mary arrived and saw Jesus, she fell at his feet saying, Lord, if you had only been here, my brother would not have died. Again, she's complaining about him not being there and being on time. When we should know God's power and know that he's able to work, whether Lazarus had passed away or not, it shouldn't have mattered. Right. When Jesus saw her weeping and saw the other people wailing with her, a deep anger welled up within him, and, and he was deeply troubled. Where have you put him, he asked. And they told him, Lord, come and see. And Jesus wept. The people were standing nearby and said, see how much he had loved, loved him? But some said the man healed a blind man, why couldn't he have kept Lazarus from dying? Jesus was still angry as he arrived at the tomb, a cave in the sto a, a cave with a stone rolled across its entrance. He said, roll the stone aside. But Martha, the dead man's sister, protested, Lord, he has been dead for four days. The smell will be terrible. Think about that for a minute. The smell will be terrible. She, she's so worried about the smell affecting people that she's not worried about the power of God doing a miracle in this situation. 
Like I mentioned earlier with my sister, I know we all have family and different things that we've been praying for for many years. And, and maybe they're dead to Christ right now. And maybe they have their grave clothes on for, for that purpose. But we can still pray for them and they can still be, the prayer can still be answered and they can still be revived. Amen. We're always doubting the work of God. And Jesus responded to her, Didn't I tell you that you would see God's glory if you believe? So they rolled the stone aside. Then Jesus looked up to heaven and said, Father, thank you for hearing me. You always hear me, but I said it out loud for the sake of all these people standing here. So they will believe you sent me. Then Jesus shouted, Lazarus, come out. And the dead man came out with his feet and hands and feet bound in grave clothes, his face wrapped in a headcloth. And Jesus told them, unwrap him and let him go. Like I said, we may have family that's living in, in some kind of mess that's so bad that they're bound up and like they have their grave clothes on. Or, and, but God is still working on them. We, we need to remember that. It may take some time. It may take prayers and it may take crying and heartache. It's going to take that. But we can't become complacent. We got to know that it's God's time we're waiting on. Not our time. We get upset because we pray for our sons and daughters, our sisters, our family, our brothers, our moms and dads, different ones, and nothing has changed. But it's going to change. We just have to keep on fighting the fight and praying for them. Amen. we got to remember that it's, it's God's time uh, and not our time. Yes. Sister Brenda, if you don't care. We uh, we get in a hurry, guys. We get in a hurry with our, our church members, uh, ones that we've not seen in here for a while. We get in a hurry with our family by just letting time go by without, you know, praying for them or asking them to come to church. You know, I made the comment, uh, one of the sermons I preached a while back was about uh, sowing the seed. And we just, we sow that seed, but then we quit watering it. And it's going back to the time thing. We don't allow that time. We get discouraged because we've sowed the seed that doesn't start to bloom. And we're like, well, that's not in God's will. I'm not, it's... I'm not going to continue worrying about that. I'm, I'm going to leave that alone. But we've got to remember it's God's time. We've got to keep watering it. Right. Cody, I don't want to draw attention to you, but you're the first person on my mind. It's, there's been a lot of prayers going up for you, buddy. And seeing the change that we've been seeing over you for the last few months has, has been a blessing to a lot of us. We know that God's working. And we know that God's going to answer prayers in Kathy's life, right? We know that God's answering prayers. Brother Earl, we've missed you here and we've missed Linda. And we know that Linda's in a better place. The suffering's over. She, she's going to be in a better spot. So we know that, you know, God's timing is working, guys. It, it, it may not be our timing, you know, for Brother Earl, it was rough. Mm -hmm. But but Sister Linda is where she needs to be. That's right. Amen. Right? Amen. So, um, 
that's one of the things we just have to remember, guys, is as we're, uh, as we're walking our daily life, God, God, we got to remember that, uh, that it's God's timing yes. and uh, not to speed things up. If you have a song.